You guys, we are just a couple months away from tour and I cannot tell you how freaking excited I am to see you all in person and get to worship together. Mac and I actually just created like what we're doing on stage and all that. And let me just tell you, we have the best things planned. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be so much fun. And you simply have to be there. I think that it really does make one of the most perfect Christmas gifts for your bestie. Actually, Mac and I talk in this episode of how we typically don't get each other Christmas gifts, but if I was to rewind my life, this is what I would have gotten her because this would be a moment to get in an atmosphere of worship, to encounter God together, to cast vision together as friends. Also, get it for your sister. Oh, I might just be doing that, actually. You know, my sister, she could she could use a little worship. It's going to be the best ever, you guys. The normal admission is $15. VIP is $50. And you get a whole bunch of stuff with VIP. So grab your ticket. The link is in the show notes and also on Instagram and all over the place because we want you there. We will see you on tour. Bye. Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, For The Girl fam. Welcome back for another episode. This one is going to be super fun because it's all about the holidays. Mac, I'm proud of ourselves for being on top of our holiday episodes. Typically, we'd be like launching a holiday episode post the holiday and we were like, shoot, we missed it. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel really on top of it right now, except for the fact that I haven't sent out my personal uh, Christmas card yet. I need to. Yeah. Um, I've been checking the mail every day waiting for your Christmas card to arrive. No. It's funny because it's not even like good, but I still feel obligated to send did it. Did you so. guys take Anyways. pictures this year for Christmas cards? Because I know you did mm-hmm. last year. We took. <laughs> yeah. And just to clarify, it was an iPhone and Hope Mitchell taking our photos. But um, this year the Durham family over Thanksgiving did a little photo shoot. So we're just grabbing a photo from there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. So wait, back to the fact. Okay. So for everybody listening, we're really excited about this episode. We're going to be talking about how to have a fruitful holiday. So what it looks like in the sense of like really integrating your faith and being able to rest and pursue your the Lord and reset for the new year and how to not make this whole thing stressful and exhausting and all the things that it can be. So we're really excited to give you some of our advice this holiday. We're not perfect at this, but I feel like we've gone through a few holidays, so we can we can give you some 30-year-old advice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. But hey, to start this off, I'm not 30 yet. We, I'm still 29. Uh, <laughs> Let me live in my 20-year-old yeah. bliss over here. Just wait till you get to 30. It's kind of amazing, actually. So I'm excited about 30. I feel, 30. Good, about I feel good about 30. I just, you know, I'm living in the moment of 29 right now, though. No, yeah. You can't do that where you start planning ahead. So... All right, though. So what are we doing here? All right. So we have planned, because it's a Christmas episode, uh, we have planned some fun little Christmas questions for each other to just get in the Christmas spirit. Ken, can you give us a little Christmas Mm -hmm. carol to kick us off? 
to set the mood. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Of my heart. Everybody's <laughs> shirting off the podcast. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh. That was amazing. Thank you, Ken. Wow. I really officially feel the Christmas Silent. Oh, gosh. Oh. Also, I have my Santa mug. You can't see it, but I made a little holiday drink to get me in in uh, the Christmas spirit, and I even put red and green sprinkles on it. That's how far I went for this moment. So <laughs> it kind of sounds gross. I'm committed. I'm committed. Okay. Okay. I'm All right. It. So we're gonna ask each other some Christmas questions. They could be really random. Who knows? We have not seen each other's questions. So my first question for you, Ken's, is why haven't in our ten years of friendship you've never gotten me a Christmas present? once in 10 years of friendship and I just want to know why like what why it's because we're just not those types of friends and I just don't know why we just I guess we're not like sentimental friends and we're not like we're not like those yeah types of friends I don't know what else can you add to that because you have not given me one either unless I forget them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways. It is really funny. I feel like if you gave me a Christmas present, I'd be like, what's the catch? Especially if it was like wrapped nicely. Yeah. And also if it was just like a jacket, that would be like, <laughs> well, honestly, if it was anything meaningful, it would be, if it was meaningful, it'd be cute. I don't know. Actually, I take this back. One, this is a really funny story. One time Ken's had me in Secret Santa at the Delight office. But it was in a season of friendship where like we kind of weren't, we weren't tight. Like we had kind of gone through a rough patch in our friendship. We've talked to you guys yeah. about this before. And Ken's made me like a memory book of our friendship. Yeah, I forgot about this. This is all coming back to me. No, I literally just, because I just cleaned out my office like yesterday and I pulled out the book and I showed the whole office really and it was so ratchet and really actually it's pretty amazing like some photos on there I do not have on my iPhone and I do not know how they made it into the book it's pretty awesome oh my goodness so it was really funny though because I'm opening this present and she I feel like you maybe cried too when you gave it to me <laughs> I probably did. I probably did. It was did. really funny. About right. And so that was like our one time. But it was so funny that we were kind of in a rough season of friendship. And then she got me for Secret Santa and she gave me a sentimental gift. So I take it back. You did give me a gift one time. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we are sentimental. Honestly, now that you mentioned the tears, like pretty much anytime we're in a public setting and I have to like say what I'm grateful for about Mac, I start bawling. It's embarrassing. <laughs> all right let's move on okay so that's good okay I have a question if you're going to an ugly Christmas sweater party are you going ugly or are you going cute (laughs) I mean if it's called an ugly sweater Christmas party I think I would go ugly I would have to go buy one I don't own any ugly Christmas sweaters I know you're one that you say is an ugly Christmas sweater not ugly (laughs) For like sweatshirts. Yeah. Well, that's like a thing is like, you know, some girls are going to be like actually ratchet and then some girls are going to be like, wait, actually I'm kind of cute. And I remember one time in college, do you remember good, clean, fun parties, Kent? Yeah. I do remember the Christmas good, clean, fun party. I had a Christmas sweater and it was blue with like this huge reindeer. I think it had like a tail off the back. 
But those are cute still. Even though they're ugly, they're, they're cute, you know? Wow, really trying to grab all those boys' tension. Yeah, at the Good Clean Fun Party. There are these parties in, in college that they were called Good Clean Fun Parties, and they're like big dance parties. And they always they had don't a photo do that booth. At, you remember the photo booth? They don't do that at Belmont. Uh, yeah, I do. If they don't do that at Belmont anymore, I'm about to like restart that for the campus. Those were a good time. They were really fun. All right, this is speed round, Matt. Go ahead. Okay, my next question for you is... What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Um, probably Elf. And yeah, the other reason for that, because every time I watch Elf, I think about you. Oh my gosh. Did you just like literally chug your hot chocolate? <laughs> it was the last sip of it. You guys, I just witnessed Mac <laughs> literally like It wasn't chug. It was the last sip in this Santa mug. It's hard to get to it, okay? She literally just. Why do I remind you like of Elf all the way back? Why do I remind you of Elf? I'm wanting because to get this answer. Just because you are really good at mocking. No, oh. <laughs> it's the Grinch. Oh my goodness! Oh! <laughs> I was like, why on earth would I ever remind you of Elf? I don't even like Elf. It's not even on my list. Wait, okay. There's a reason for that. Well, okay. For some reason, I have like. One time we went to New York, you guys, and literally pretended we were the elf That's around the true. city. And it, and I had this video content on my phone of elf and doing that. And then also you were being funny and I think quoting the Grinch. And I thought that was the elf. So, oops, that's what. Happened. Yeah, you're right. We were walking around the escalators doing the elf thing. But then that night, I think we watched the Grinch and I was quoting the Grinch. Oh, yeah. The Grinch is really good. It might be first place, honestly. I love the Grinch. And my husband is the actual Grinch. Like Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, you are the Grinch. I don't know anybody else you relate to than the Grinch. And I tell him. That. Really? Fun. Wait, what? Oh, my God. She's such a Grinch. Like, like what recently like, has know. been Grinchy that he's done? He, like, doesn't super want to decorate the Christmas tree, which if he was listening to this, which he definitely isn't he would argue that and say he did want to decorate but he really didn't and then he just doesn't care about like the christmas stuff you know as the girl i'm like let's do all the cute christmas things and he's like what Wow. that is hilarious like, you're the literal grinch like you are the grinch anyway. i have to say so tyler and i you know this year we as our first Merry Christmas. I was all excited about getting our Christmas tree. Uh, last year, last year we weren't married; we were engaged. But we went and like cut down a Christmas tree. It was such a fun memory. And so this year, I was so excited about getting our Christmas tree. And I will say, we tried like three nights in a row to go get a Christmas tree, and we got in a fight. I think all three times, <laughs> like actually, the reality. And so once we were fighting, I was like. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be fighting <laughs> yeah. while we get our Christmas tree. It took us like three <laughs> nights in a row because Ken's kept asking me. I kept being like, we're going to get our Christmas tree tonight. She's like, I thought you already did that. I was like, nope, we didn't get it last night. <laughs> Got in a fight. So yeah, that's really funny. That's a perfect example of like expectations of like blissful yeah. moment of marriage during Christmas. And it does have that, but like, it's actually like so funny and Oh my goodness. They were hilarious moments. Oh, I single-handedly strapped the Christmas. Well, I went to Kroger, got my Christmas tree because it's the cheapest option. And then I strapped it onto the car. Well, with the help of a stranger, but Josh was nowhere and Josh was not with me. And then I went home, unloaded the thing. And then I put it, I like muscled it up, you guys. I took care of Christmas in our household because I live with the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I might be the Grinch in our household. So, yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. No, not when it comes to Christmas, right. but maybe just in general. Yeah. <laughs> you and Josh can be pretty similar. Well, yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, wait, it's your oh, turn. It's me. It's me. It's yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Okay, speaking of relationships, what's a one romantic gesture you're doing for Tyler this holiday season? Oh my goodness, good question. Wow, let me think about this. One romantic gesture. You don't have one. We are doing Christmas morning together, which I'm really excited about. I have expectations, and I will be communicating oh, expectations. No. <laughs> not for what. Yeah, just communicate. Not for what he's getting me, but just like I really do want to have like a sweet morning on Christmas morning, and then we'll go over to my family's house after that. So I'm excited about that. We were talking about how we want to start some Christmas traditions this year. We haven't really gotten to that yet but a romantic gesture I don't know what should I do what are you doing are you doing something (laughs) I don't know I don't know Mac maybe we'll have to talk about this later oh that kind of romantic (laughs) gesture actually I was thinking about that I was thinking about that and uh have not pulled the trigger on it yet though but wow yeah I have no trust me that me asking this question was the first time I thought about it but Kenton, I'll right, chat so later. We'll come up with something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, love it. Speed round, go. Okay, my next question is, what are you getting Josh for Christmas? I haven't decided yet, and you know that, but probably like, I'm thinking cowboy boots, but he did put it on his Christmas list with my family, so I'm hoping, I need to communicate with my mom, but he's really in his like, California cowboy phase right now and it's a new thing for him so you want to know what my husband is into as of today what what okay since we got married he's been wanting pajamas not like cute pajamas the pajamas that are like soft and they have the like little piping around it and it's like a matching set with the flare pants and everything (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about i guess so like a button-up yeah button-up shirt and it has like a little piping around the edges do you know what he's wearing this to bed let me tell you he Mm -hmm. has he has acquired he's gonna hate you and he is the happiest person on the planet because these that sounds pajamas hot to sleep in. No, he doesn't sleep in them. It's just like lounged. He walks around. Wait, do you like? Them? He's like, in his. Like, Ooh, he's baby. He's in his pajama boy era. That's what he's in. <laughs> Josh's. Oh yeah, we need to say Josh's California cowboy era, and mine is in his pajama boy era. So yes, I don't know what I would think about Josh in pajamas. Honestly, I, it's just hilarious. Like it cracks me up. If we just, I, it just started. Very recently, and we yeah. just laugh about it. So we'll see where where it goes from here. But I literally like can't even see Josh in a blanket. Is that like the weird? Oh, whenever he's cuddled up in a blanket, I'm like, Ugh, really? Okay. Another like- thing is Tyler loves the Barefoot Dreams blanket. He's obsessed with the Barefoot <laughs> Dreams blanket, and he keeps sending me Barefoot Dreams pajamas to buy for him. Barefoot Dreams pajamas. That is too. There's far. something about just men and blankets and pajamas that I'm just like. He's really embracing his we have a cozy, cozy bag boy over here. <laughs> it's really funny. All right, for the girl fam, I'm so excited to tell you about an incredible way to give back 
this Christmas season, and that is with our friends at Operation Christmas Child. You've probably seen the cute red and green shoe boxes that people pack in the months of October and November full of all sorts of goodies, toys, books, and ways just to share the gospel with kids across the world. Well, it's too late to actually pack a physical shoebox, but don't worry, our friends at Operation Christmas Child have given us such a fun and cool way to still be a part of this incredible mission. So between now and For the Girl Tour, our goal as a For the Girl community is to pack 300 online shoeboxes. It's such a fun process and I'm going to let Ken share with you how to do it. Yes, I'm so excited about this and believe so much in the generosity of our For the Girl podcast fam. So you click the link in our show notes and it will lead you to a page where you can actually pick out what you want to put in the box. It costs $25, which, you know, is under the $30 gifting range and totally affordable, especially for the impact it's going to be it's going to make you guys this is huge these boxes aren't just little toys and things but they also share the gospel and can impact and totally transform somebody's life overseas so go to the link in our show notes and build a box this holiday season and I'm just so excited to see the For the Girl fam show up. Yes, I will say Tyler and I packed our shoebox yesterday and we had so much fun picking out all of the things. And I'm so excited to know that a kid across the world is going to know that they can put their hope in Jesus and receive some really fun goodies this year. And it's so easy. And oh my goodness, that means we have 299 boxes to go. So start packing your box (laughs) and we'll be paying attention and so excited when every single one comes in all right moving on holiday for the single girls what do you mean (laughs) come on mac oh my gosh i thought you were gonna like catch on speak to the single girls on the holidays sometimes it can be a season where you're like oh okay christmas with somebody but really there's like so much like yes sweetness yes and new things they can do in their singles. Oh, I 100% am ready for this because I had plenty of holidays, Christmases where I was the only single one. And they're actually some of my favorite memories. And I would say all those cute things that you've been wanting to do on a date or you've been wanting to have happen in the Hallmark movie style for yourself. Go do them. Go do all the Christmas dates with yourself, with your mom, with your dad. I mean, that's really what I would do. I'd be like, all right, mom, you want to go ice skating? Dad, you want to go to the Christmas tree lighting? You know, <laughs> let yeah. your girlfriends do all the cute, fun things because I don't think those things have to wait until you find your person. Honestly, Ken and I can attest to the fact that it The boys make it tough on you. They don't comply as much as you'd hope they would. (laughs) Uh, And so go do all those fun things. And I think just really soak in how much you're getting to be with your family, how much you're getting to be with your friends, because it does change. When you get married, you know, you're, you're switching holidays between two families and you don't get those moments quite as easily and quite as much. And so I think that it can be still such a fun, exciting happy, full of joy season 
and just like embracing it and not waiting around mm-hmm. until you have that person to do the, all those fun things with. So that would be my encouragement oh, to yeah. you is whatever you're doing, plan your little Christmas date with yourself for tonight or with your bestie or with your mom or with your dad or your sister. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. My sister and I, yes. I'm going to visit my sister next week and we've already decided... We are going on a hot chocolate date, the two of us. There's a cute place that has little hot chocolate flights. And she and I, we're going, and I'm so excited. Uh, such a good idea. I think it's what I'm most excited about this Christmas season. So I love it. We talk a lot about celebrating other couples. And in this situation, maybe for you, it's like celebrating your sister's marriage, mm. your brother's marriage, or friend's marriage. Celebrate that with them this holiday, which really looks like joining in with them in enjoy and making memories with them and really cherishing this season of life. So I think there's lots of ways to celebrate in this season and how celebrating and praise will precede, you know, miracles in your own life and healing in your own life. So there's so much to come there. Okay. My next question for you or my next prompt for you is it's not Christmas without fill in the blank. It's not Christmas without fill in the blank, whatever that means to you. Uh, it's not Christmas without Jesus. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. It's also not Christmas without family. It's not Christmas without Josh. It's not Christmas. I definitely would say my dog, but I actually would not say my dog because I always abandon him. my dog on Christmas. Tell, yeah, him about, like, tell him about our conversation yesterday. This is cracking me up. You are the funniest person bro, on the planet, Kins. I hope I you mean, know that. I'm trying... <laughs> I'm trying to get my dog like off my hands for the holidays and he really needs he needs somebody to spend the holidays She's with. trying so. to get a dog sitter and of course you can't find any dog sitters the week of Christmas like nobody yeah. wants to dog sit when they're trying to go home for the holidays so she's trying to get someone to take her dog home for the holidays <laughs> yeah. like someone else <laughs> to bring her dog to their home like people have been like people are responding to me like hey guys oh i'm sorry i can't watch kobe um i'm going to north carolina this christmas and i'm like he loves to travel to north carolina <laughs> and they're just like uh, wait, that's so awkward. Are you asking to take your dog home for the holidays? What? Yeah, I've asked a few Has people, it and they've all said no. Sadly, that, no. The one from yesterday fell through. No, it didn't. Yeah, it's hard, guys. It's a it's a hard time out here. Poor Kobe's gonna be stuck with a stranger this holiday. But honestly, it's fine. He'll survive. So. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I gave some good answers there. Um, okay, I have a question for you. Are you um like a holiday worker outer or are you about to like just not? <laughs> um, I will. I probably won't go at the level that I typically do, maybe just because Oh, you're going ham usually. Yeah, no, but I just mean like, you know, I typically I would say go three to four times a yeah. week or whatever. Just with it get bit, you know, it's just sometimes the gyms are closed or you get busy doing things, but I definitely like to. When I'm going to visit my sister next yeah. week and she's been like, let's go to the Y, work out, you know, it's just kind of fun. That's what I like. I think my sister and I, when we're together, because we're typically together for the holidays, we like to go work out together. So that's always a fun thing. And my, I feel like it's a good thing to integrate. Yeah. You sit so much around, you know, and eat so much. And it's not like bad, but I feel like I get antsy. Yeah. I think we're going to play a lot of pickleball between Christmas and New Year's too. So that will be fun. 
get you Ooh, some little exercise. And so, yeah. Can you believe how you started the pickleball trend? Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that credit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty wild. It was all me. Um, okay. <laughs> My last question for you is how are you doing Advent this season? Yeah, well, good question. I'm actually celebrating Advent this season. Tyler and I got this awesome Advent book that we've been reading every morning together, and it's been really, really good. I think I've done an Advent study years ago, but it's been a couple years, and I'm really glad we're doing it. It's a, it's getting us to think about things we wouldn't have thought about, and I feel like we're, we're in that kind of waiting preparation season, so it's been cool. Wow. I would suggest it. I love that. Yeah. Okay. What about what, you? What is it? Throw, uh, throw out your thing or whatever. Oh, it's called, I'm looking at it. It's called Honest Advent by Scott Erickson. How'd you find it? I had seen it. I think I'd seen some people post about it and I just looked on Amazon for Advent books and I recognized the cover and was like, oh, that looks good. Oh, so oh, nice. yeah. <clears throat> oh, nice. It's good. Yeah, I really like um, it. I wish I was doing something for Advent, but I'm not, sadly. I mean, you know, I feel like every time I'm behind and I just miss it and that's sad. But I'm acknowledging the birth of Jesus and celebrating it, but not through an actual study. So wah, right. wah, wah, I need to get on it. But that's isn't okay. it too late? I mean, it's late. I mean, you could catch up. When did it start? You could catch up. Okay. Last question I have for you is, what are you baking this Christmas season? I was like really thinking that I need to get back to baking. I used to make cookies like once a week at my house. Yeah, you did. And I like, yeah. And I have not, I don't think I've made any cookies for the last year. Like definitely, if not more. So yeah, I need to make, I need to bake. I need to get back on my baking game and I probably will at my parents' house. So I'll yeah. probably make some classic chocolate chip cookies. My mom's birthday is on Christmas Eve and she loves this like chocolate cake that her mom used to make. So I might try that. It's really hard, but I might do that. You know, I'm going to, thank you for this reminder. You're I'm going to bake a lot and I think everybody should. That's awesome. So good. Today's podcast sponsor is mylifeinabook.com, and this one is a really special one for me. This holiday season, I've been trying to figure out what to get my parents, and I don't know about you guys, but we don't often get to offer a truly unique, meaningful, and life-changing gift to our loved ones. Most of us get our parents or our grandparents something like a scarf or an air fryer, and while those are great, they don't truly build a legacy for our loved ones. But with my life in a book.com, you give any close family member of your choice the opportunity to write their own life story for future generations. You get to learn everything about them, their childhood challenges, the craziest things that they ever did as a young adult, and so much more. MyLifeInABook.com makes the whole process super easy. Your loved ones will get a question of your choice every week sent to their email, which you can select from a suggested list or just write your own questions. And all they have to do is answer it and provide a meaningful picture. 
At the end of one year, they're all gathered in a beautiful keepsake book, and you can order as many additional copies as you want to give to all of your family members. I've tried it with my dad, and he totally loves it, and his questions and his answers are all so cute. I'm so excited to get my book at the end of next year. And think about it. What better way to show your loved ones how much their life means to you, and what better way to preserve their memories and life lessons for the future? To save $10 off your first purchase this holiday season, you can use our discount code FTGFAM, FTGFAM, to get $10 off on mylifeinabook.com. All right, well, let's jump into the good meat of this episode, the good stuff of this episode, and that is how to have a fruitful holiday. And we're really excited to talk about this because... I don't know about you guys, but there are just sometimes I get so excited for the Christmas season. I get so excited because I know that I'm going to get some time off of work or time off of school or just time off of my normal life. And so I look at this, you know, week off or two weeks off and I have all these expectations for what it can look like where I can rest and and be so present with family and friends. And then it just feels like it goes by in the blink of an eye. And oftentimes I end up not doing the things I wanted to do, or I end up not feeling the way that I wanted to feel at the end of my kind of holiday season. And so there have just been some things and some rhythms that I think you, Kenzie, and I have learned over the last couple of years that have been really helpful and how to make the most out of this time, because you can certainly just go through the motions of this time and go into the new year exhausted, or you can do some really fruitful things in this season and go into the new year rejuvenated and excited and filled up and refreshed for all that's to come. And so we really want to talk about yes. how you can spend these next few weeks in a way that's going to refresh yes. you. Some advice from your big sisters over here. So I'm really excited. Okay, the first thing that I really wanted to talk about is to know your like your stressors. And so I kind of want to take a moment to challenge you to rewrite that narrative and not just accept the fact that you're irritated and annoyed, but to actually like be aware of your stressors mm. before so that you can face them differently or do them differently. And it's funny, I really do think that everybody's stressors are different. I learned a little bit of about this over even just Thanksgiving with Josh's family. Um, it was funny, there the group text, the family group text was popping off before the holiday started. <laughs> um, his mom and brother wanted to do gifts during Thanksgiving, like Christmas gifts, because we, as a family, the Durham family wasn't going to be together again for Christmas. So we wanted to do them early, which, you know, to me, I was like, okay, that's fine. Sure. I'm not like the biggest gift person, but I was like, I can, I can do this. I can do the thing. And so anyways, I was fine with it. But Josh, he started popping off in the group text. I already told you he is the Grinch. So he was like, I don't want to do gifts. What's happening? This is silly. Blah, 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 blah. And was popping off. And then his brother and him were getting a fight about it. And his mom, who's a therapist, she popped in the group message and was like, you guys, I think it's really important going into this holiday season to recognize that everybody and the family wants to do it differently. And we should recognize what stresses 
each other out and how we can make this holiday season like as peaceful for everybody as we can. And she sent an article actually about our stressors as different Enneagram types. Yeah. (laughs) And I found it super helpful because apparently she told me this. I hadn't seen the article and I wish I could. I asked her for it before this episode so we could drop in the show notes, but she said she couldn't find it again. But I did Google. You can Google it and there's a few different articles about it. So you should check it out because you might see yourself a lot in it. But she said, for me as a seven, the thing that overwhelms me during the holidays is often being on time and showing up my best to things or putting a lot of expectation to come like ready to go, cheerful and like on it. And as a seven, that can actually really drain me and it can overwhelm me and everybody experiences it differently. So maybe for you, it's important for you to take a look at that article, read a little bit about yourself and have more awareness going into the holiday season of what might stress you out, not only about yourself, but also know this for your family, because then maybe you're going to have a little bit more understanding and even Great conversation. It sparked great conversation for us as a family as we like talk through approaching it so differently. Yeah. That's so good. Know your stressors. I think that's really wise and really smart. So you can kind of be more on the offense going into the Christmas season rather than the defense of like, whoa, you're stressing me out. So that's so real. I low-key love that with our families that there's oftentimes no filter. Like you just get the best and the worst of each other. Yep. It's so funny. I will respond certain ways around my family and I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Because I would never do or say that around other people. And and that comfort is really cool. But also I think kind of just knowing going into it, I want to really use the most of with this, or I want to do the most with my time with my people and my family and I want to love them well. Mm-hmm. And I think being aware of your stressors mm-hmm. is a great way to do that, to love your people well. So- That's so good. Yeah. Okay, the next thing we wanted to encourage you guys to do if you're wanting to have a fruitful holiday is to actually rest, to actually rest. Uh, I think that this uh, is something that oftentimes like we'll have a day of rest and we'll just fill it with stuff that maybe is like lazy, but it's not actually restful. Mm -hmm. I think there's a huge difference Mm -hmm. there. And I think one thing that you and I can have talked about that we want to do in this season is taking a break from social media, because honestly, in my day to day, when I'm tired and exhausted, I find that my natural way to rest is to scroll on my phone. It's just so instinctually in me that if I have a few minutes of rest, I just grab my phone and I start scrolling on Instagram or TikTok. And in order to like really reset in order to really rejuvenate, even to change up my patterns. I'm going to take a couple weeks off of social media during my Christmas break, just because I know that that is, gives me the opportunity to, when I actually have moments of rest, to truly rest, to rest my heart, to do really healthy ways of rest. And I'm really excited about that. I think for all of us, this is going to look a little bit different, but maybe it's reading a book instead of being on your phone. Maybe it's taking a few mornings to sleep in. Maybe it's not over-scheduling things, not going to every single Christmas party ever. Maybe it's going on a long walk. Maybe it's going and getting a coffee with that friend that you've been wanting to hang out with for months and months. Or maybe it's just scheduling a couple of things that really gives you a ton of life. I think I've said before that pickleball. I love doing pickleball. And honestly, I haven't played pickleball in about three months because I've been so busy and I'm really excited to get to do something that 
fills me up. And that really does rest my mind and rest my heart. And so really taking the time to change up how you would normally rest and to have the type of rest that maybe you can't have in other seasons because your rest is a lot shorter. And so just being intentional with, okay, Lord, how can I actually rest this season? And how can I plan for rest rather than just letting rest happen to me in little moments? Yeah, for sure. It's going to be crazy the difference going into the new year. And that's the crazy thing is that Christmas leads straight into the new year. And I know the new year isn't like the end all be all like life changes drastically in the new year. But one of the best things is going into the new year, feeling rejuvenated and feeling like you reconnected with the Lord and feeling like your spirit is at rest instead of just being like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst Christmas ever. I'm going to just be like drained and over it. And then starting the new year like that is just wah, wah, wah. So yeah. And I know there's some of you who are probably listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I just had the busiest holiday. My mom already booked everything up. This is totally impossible for me. I just want to say, I really still think it's possible. And it's a matter of you taking ownership of your time. I mean, you can even have like a heart to heart with your mom or whoever and just being like, hey, I really want to squeeze in a day where I can do this for myself or hey, mom, we create some more balance in this or just finding the moments amidst the busyness to fill and to read and to bake or do whatever brings you life. So I think the next thing we need to talk about is to remember what the holiday is actually about. So if you want to have a fruitful holiday season. We cannot make this all about shopping and vacationing and just like lounging and watching Hallmark movies. Like (laughs) I really think you're going to find the most fruit in celebrating Mm. our good father and his birth this season. I know it sounds a little cheesy, but I really do want to just implant this into your spirit right now because I know I need this. I think so far to up to today, I have been like so looking forward to Christmas because I'm going to Florida with my family and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to sit in the sun. I can't wait to bake cookies. I can't wait to get my gifts. I can't wait to go out to dinner with the fam. And I like literally, I mean, I already told you I haven't been doing an Advent thing. (laughs) I'm convicted. I really want to make this about Jesus. And not because it's this religious thing we do, but because I know how life-giving that is going to be for my spirit. If there's any time to spend with Jesus, I want to spend it in this season. Um, So I want want to do some things here. Like I want to get my family involved in it. I want to have good conversation around the table about him. I want to do this personally through prayer, going on a walk or celebrating things from the season and how he's shown up. I really want to center my time Mm. around Jesus this holiday season. And I also think the second part of this too is like remembering what it's about. I think, yes, it's about the birth of Jesus and celebrating that, that Second, I really do think that this is such a sweet time where the Lord can bring family together and heal family and um, just build intimacy and deeper relationships with your family. Your family is is really important and God birthed you in this family and he gave you family and he believes in family. And I know sometimes, like I know there's people listening to this who are going to into broken families and 
to hard situations. And I'm not telling you, you just need to get over it and love on them. I'm just encouraging whoever's listening to this to just view it differently. Even to the girl who's just kind of like, I don't love hanging out with my family. Maybe to just rewrite that and be like, okay, <laughs> this holiday season is, you know, as a believer walking with Jesus inside of me, like, I'm not going to have that mindset. I'm not going to have that mindset like the world, where the world or my girlfriends from college might be like complaining about their family. I'm going to do my best to celebrate my family and love on them this holiday season. Just do it differently from the world and don't walk in with grudges and being stuck in your grudges and your bad mood. That's not going to produce any fruit. I really do think you can make it less about you and more about the people around you to love on your mom, to show up for your sister, to bring joy to your grandparents. I really think that you don't just have to survive this holiday season, but that you can give your best. Yeah. Show up for people around you. That's so good. So good. And then the last thing we really want to encourage you guys to do is to take a day to dream and to reflect on the last year with Jesus. This is something, actually, we're going to talk even more about this in a podcast that we have coming out before the new year, but I think this is something that I always try to carve out space for in that week between Christmas and New Year's. And it's so important. It's such an important rhythm in my life. Kins, I know you do similar things. And I think two things you want to do here. Well, first, let me just set the tone. You want this to be a really fun day. This is a date with you and Jesus. So you're going to want to go to your Mm -hmm. favorite place. Maybe it's a coffee shop. Maybe it's like a hike with a view. Maybe it's like a cozy room in your parents' house, whatever it is. But Find a place, settle in. Before you even start, just spend some time sitting and soaking in the presence of Jesus. Maybe turn on some worship music and just feel his presence there with you. And then you're going to want to do two things. You're going to first want to look back on last year and reflect. Reflect on all the things that you were super grateful for, the things that went really well, the things that were life-giving, things that weren't life-giving, things that maybe you wish could have gone differently. And just make sure that you take note of these things uh, so that you can kind of just begin to create vision. And that's the second thing that you're going to do is actually setting a vision for the new year. Where do you want to invest? Where do you want to put your time? Where do you want to put your energy? And then how are you going to get there? And I think this can look so many different things or so many different ways. Maybe it's a word. I hear about a lot of people who create a word that they want to live the next year into. Some people create goals or resolutions. Some people just kind of create like a mission statement for the next year. But I think no matter what, it just needs to be between you and Jesus. Whatever you want to do, just be intentional about saying, hey, Jesus, I want to go into this new year with this in the forefront of my mind and heart. And then kind of give yourself some practical ways just to to keep yourself accountable to those things. And this day for me is such a fun day because I'll reflect on different places in my life. I'll look at relationships. I'll look at my health journey. I'll look at my work life. I'll look at so many different areas of my life and reflect and then cast vision with Jesus for what's next. And it ends up being just like a really sweet day, a really fun day, a day that's filled with a ton of gratitude, and then a day that's filled with a ton of expectation for what's to come in the new year. And talk about fruitful. This (laughs) will just (laughs) make you feel so refreshed, so renewed, and so excited for what's to come. Yeah. Yes. So good and so fun. And 
Yeah, don't put too much pressure here. I feel like the years that it's been the best for me has been when I kept it the most simple yeah. too. Um, and when you, instead of overdoing it, it's funny actually, Josh is always trying to overdo it. He's like, let's talk about this category. Let's pull up this spreadsheet. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Can you say one positive thing about Josh? Poor Josh. <laughs> Wait. Oh, Josh, I love you. Oh my gosh. I feel like we get in modes of just like, uh, like just being like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. she's like, and Josh so- is a Grinch. <laughs> Josh is an over planner. <laughs> I love that. Guys, I was like, I was, Josh is I the best. That. Josh is the sweetest. He is a little softy. Oh my gosh. No, he actually is. Um, I forgot too. I was like, he's the Grinch in the group text. I've really thrown him under the bus this episode, but <laughs> he'll come back strong next episode. I promise. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, you know, to say to say nothing else, uh, just keep it simple. So, <laughs> guys, this is going to be amazing. I'm really excited. I'm glad we did an episode about this because you can really make this holiday season intentional and fruitful if you put some effort into it. And so do these things, prepare for these things before you go for the holiday. And I'm just so excited to see us all come back in the new year so strong. It's going to be so fun. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. We love you guys so much. Merry Christmas. Hope you guys have an incredible, incredible just few weeks with your friends and family and loved ones and that you do find the time to rest, find the time to reflect, um, and find the time to just really uh, notice and recognize Jesus in the midst of it all, how he's moving in your life and moving in your heart and the things he's speaking to you and speaking over your life. So we love you guys and we'll catch you back here next week for another episode of For the Girl.